Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Making Monday Magic. I'm Margie. And I'm Mel. This podcast provides tools and practices to help reclaim your power and tap into the magic within. Heck yeah, here <laughs> we are. Episode two, and I think that really just tapping off of episode one, it's important for us to talk about the practices that yeah, catapulted we mentioned, us. We mentioned tools and practices, but what does that really look like? Now, let's also say that there are so many more practices that we won't mention here that we'll talk about in the future, but we want to touch base with the practices we specifically called on that got us to where we are right now. Right. And I also want to mention that this is like in that moment of what do I do next um, for us, like entering those breakups, that was our catapulting yeah. moment to turning within. Yeah. And you might be wondering, okay, so turn within, what does that mean? How do I start? What do I do next? Yeah. What does that look like? I'm living my life. I'm working. My life has not stopped. My stresses have not stopped. Life is whirling around me. I am overwhelmed. How the heck do I look within? Do I look within? Right, Don't so, add one more thing to my list. We'll just tell you what we did. <laughs> and um, we've both really found a lot of success with this stuff too. And the first things, let's talk about, they take barely any time at all. No time and you don't have no to time. buy anything or no, do anything. Free. Number one, I recommend you don't do a single thing. <laughs> I suggest my first step I... would be sit with yourself and it is so ugly and hard this i think it's step one hard, is the hardest also, part it's also my favorite step i know i like secretly love when my friends like you and i have other friends who are gone through these steps i'm like oh honey it's so sad right now but this means you're on the way to a breakthrough <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll start loving those moments and those moments of solitude of doing nothing they grow yeah. in the most beautiful way. Yeah. So I say for me, step one is you have to sit through it and not numb it, not band-aid it. Choose to do nothing. Yeah. Almost like lock yourself in the house for a few a weekend. Like if you can get a few days off work, I'm going to sit with myself, the couch, the Netflix, the Instagram, whatever. And but just open yourself up to what that could look like because... Yes, it may look like sitting and scrolling on Instagram to start because that's what you're comfortable with, but maybe it also means going through a stack of something that brings you joy. Or that, like that what's an have. old hobby that you had that you lost, like painting or yeah, playing a guitar? Yeah, it could lead? The nothingness. I just like, so step one for me, and this might not be realistic, but lock yourself in your house for three days. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe start with like five, for five seconds when you think about what we're saying right now. Maybe pause the podcast right this very second. And pause for five seconds and do nothing. Which brings me to my next thing. So before you pause, or maybe after, take another pause. Because my first thing that I brought into my life that changed my life in so many ways, which is also simple and takes no time, is take a deep breath. A long, long, slow, deep breath. And this is a big one. Not just because we're yoga teachers and we love breathing, 
Um, but the deep, slow breath is life changing for your nervous system. Mm. Um, and it it's like a reset to your state of mind. And it complements the pause of nothingness so well. Right? So when you pause and do nothing. Sorry, everyone. I had to take a cough for a second. <laughs> we're back. We're live. I think if we were talking else, about a deep breath. Honest and true. <laughs> I had we, to take a deep breath. <laughs> we took a pause for a deep, long breath. Yeah. Margie, please tell us what taking a long, deep breath offers you. It offers you the pause to mm -hmm. reconnect and reflect. Um, it offers you the reset of your nervous system. And it offers you the rise of your frequency, your vibration, um, which is something I've had to really work on is the calmer I am, the more I attract. Mm. And I've always lived this passionate, loud life. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I can't be that person. But the more I relax, the more it comes to me. Wouldn't you say that taking a pause, it actually allows the space for you to hear yourself? Yeah. And at first, it's not nice to hear yourself. I want to yeah. make that clear. Like yeah. sometimes it doesn't feel good. Right. So let's say you you pause, you take a deep breath and you hear something not nice come back to you. Let's affirm that that is completely normal. Absolutely. And I think it goes into reparenting your inner child, right? which is a big topic that we can get into at a later time. But I, what I would do in that moment, and this is real, I would be on the floor crying, upset and say, Margie, you're safe now. Like I've got you. Like mm -hmm. other people may have let you down, but I'm here now. And I think I've told you when you start doing things like that and you start speaking kind words over yourself, maybe you don't believe them. I mean, for, for a long time when I would say things like, I trust myself, let's say, I would also hear the voice of, well, that's not true. Right. You and know, which come to find out is the words of my mother, which is also for another podcast. However, you know, you get to a place eventually with enough repetition of deep breaths and pauses that when you say things like that to yourself, there will be a moment, I promise you, that you think, I believe it. Yeah, and I think that's a wonderful moment. Yeah, I think that's a good segue into like intentional imagination, which yeah. is my big thing. Um, like believing it enough until it's real. Uh, you may have heard as a kid, you've got to see it to believe it. Yeah. And I really believe you have to believe it to see it. Yeah. And as soon as you can so deeply believe it's yours and it's coming, you will see it. So let's say like you can't even do that if you don't first pause. So the tools are kind of building now. We're right. seeing we're how stacking. they're we're stacking. We're stacking them up. And this will happen for each of you in your own unique way. So let's say we're giving you a few examples, but this will also build in a way that works for you. I think the biggest thing for anybody is that it's about you. Like Abraham Hicks, somebody, you know, I love spiritual mm. guru of mine, um, says we all should, the time. We that start a book and podcast club. Uh, of course. <laughs> yes. Some side projects. Holler at us. Um, <laughs> you know, that 
being selfish is almost the path. It sounds so bad, right? That I'm selfish, but it's really saying that I remember being so scared of that, that word, right? So scared of that word. And now it's like, it almost is, it feels like a beautiful thing to hear that. It's amazing. I'm always my best self when I care about myself the most. Yeah. Uh, the best mother. And we can get the into best the partner. nuance of that. Exactly. You know, there's many nuances to that. But what do you need next? I guess maybe you just ask yourself in every moment, what is the next best step that I could take to make me feel safe or find or just feel peace, feel peace, feel at home. So think about that. Like what, what would look like peace to me? And then you imagine that, right? Imagine it, feel it in your heart, mm -hmm. take a deep breath into your heart while you're imagining that space. Yeah, I heard once that when you imagine something in your mind, your body doesn't know the difference between what you just imagined and it actually happening. Exactly. And that's, as a child, I used to do that. And I didn't know yeah. that I was helping myself heal out of, right. you know, traumatic you situations. You don't know until later in your life and you look back and go, wow. It's magic. And that's that's what this podcast is about. Like miracles are real. Like you can manifest yeah. magic into your life. Like, like magic can take all forms. Like, yeah. you know, it's not just like Harry Potter and magical wands. Of course, you know, we love magical things like that too, but it's, it's so nuanced and it's so real. It's so real. And when you see the power that you have to manifest something into your reality, mm. it's almost mind blowing. And you're like, okay, universe, let's go. Like, okay. show me what's next. So I have a beautiful segue to that intentional imagination, which is what I did in a different form. I, back in October, 2021, I believe. Maybe it was 2022. Wow, my life. I know. The Does everybody else feel like since COVID happened, nobody knows what year was what? Really, truly. Okay, I know it was in October. It was, a, it was a fall October evening. And something came across my path. It was called mirror work. And the thing about things that come across your path, I've noticed, is once they come across a couple of times, at least to me, it's a sign that I should like do something about it. Circle back. Right. So it's come across my path a couple of times, and I decided to take this mirror work class. And all it really is, if I boiled it down, was looking yourself in the mirror and choosing to curiously play with who you would like to be. So you think about well, if I was my dream self, who would that be? And then behind a closed safe space, I had the opportunity to have that, which is, you know, very fortunate. Let's say, let's call it. And that. let's just say this is all free that you don't have to leave your house to do. Right. Uh, get a little mirror. You could get a mirror at Walmart. Maybe you could find one. I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's one in your bathroom. Maybe there's one in your bathroom. And you go into that space and you give yourself permission to, like a child, use your imagination and just play like you were your best self, let's say. And so I began doing that in little ways. You know, first it was like... Uh, Can you tell us what that looks like? Like, what do you say to yourself? So let's say I would go to the mirror and I always wanted to be somebody who 
Like I, I loved women who would like dress up and like wear makeup and like do their hair, take the time to do their hair and like be like girly, I guess. But I look back to my childhood and my dad always like frowned upon makeup. Like it was like, no, you don't wear that, you know, smear it off my face, things like that, which we, you know, we'll go into another time. Parents. Yes. So I always wanted to be girly, but in my mind, that was not for me. So I would just play around in my own time and space. I would like put on a little glitter or I would put mascara on or I would put on like a girly dress. Now, this might seem wild to some people, but for me, it was wild at the time. It was yeah. just like I was like I dressed comfortably. Did you talk to yourself in the mirror at all or no? Well, in those moments, it felt uncomfortable to do so, but I would just pick one thing to say that felt a little uncomfortable but I could do it. Like I would say something maybe just in my mind, like you are beautiful. Yeah. You know, after I would like put something on, cause that was important to me. Or at the time when I was going through my breakup, which we can talk about, I, I needed to be strong to speak my truth. So I would go to the mirror and I would say, you are strong. And I would do things that made me feel strong. So I have to say there's been times in the past where I had trouble. Like when I was in a hard time in my life, I remember that looking at myself in the eyes in the mirror was so hard. Scary. And let me say, I, st I didn't start looking myself in the eyes. What I did was I would just show up and I would look at myself wherever I felt comfortable. Right. But you've experienced that too. I'm Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember thinking like, whoa, is, this is not what I want to well, see. Well, then you begin thinking, how long has it been? Since I actually looked myself and in the loved eye. what I saw <gasps> so long, you'll find, oh my goodness. So I also do some mirror work yeah. and I do it with affirmations. I pair them up. Um, I love to tell myself, I love you. I look in the mirror into my eyes, like eye gaze and say, I love you. Like you're amazing i'm so proud of you like look what you've done like you've accomplished so much mm -hmm. like you should be so proud you're so amazing yeah i talked to that girl like in the mirror and then i was telling melanie i saw on a, a reel or a tiktok um an old video it looked like it was from the 80s or something i wish i knew who the gentleman was speaking he said when he wakes up he looks in the mirror you know when you're in the theta alpha alpha you're in those alpha, alpha waves. Thank you, Melanie. <laughs> so we're setting the tone for the day. Right. We first get up. We haven't looked at our phone. Your subconscious is primed to be like molded at yes. this point. Yes. And you look in the mirror and he said, brush your teeth with your opposite hand, which I'd never heard. So I start doing this and you're supposed to be looking yourself in the eye saying, I love you while yeah. you're brushing your teeth yeah. with your opposite hand. Yeah. And this I is just advanced work, everyone. This is advanced work. You I can just, try it. it. It's just like something that blew my mind to think about how you could wire your brain. Well, I think we were in talking a different about way. It is doing things that get you outside of your comfort zone and into the moment, which I think we could segue into meditation and it being something that is so much more than sitting on a cushion and quieting your mind so much more because that's hard i know we have been to similar yoga and schools. maybe that's why i resisted meditation yeah. for many years is i was like listen i'm a i'm a energizer buddy. i move i when i learned that there's moving meditation mm -hmm. and that really a meditation is anything you can make doing the dishes a meditation yeah you could make going on a walk a meditation a workout a meditation 
emotion, anything, anything uh, whatever really. can get you into that zone right. where your brain is not thinking about anything. It's thinking about the task at hand. Right. And which really, if you set the tone at the beginning of the day with something, anything, which we could talk about breath work next, put a pin in that doing something in the morning that takes you into yourself instead of out of yourself. Yeah. Which lately I've been getting into breath work, which is profound, which we both did in yoga school. However, you got into it before I did and you actually re-gifted it to me. Yeah, it's the most profound healing experience of my life. Uh, like uh, trained interval breathing I was used to breathing through the nose because of yoga mm -hmm. and there's different breath works that use the mouth and just timed breath. And it was mind blowing the healing that came from just breathing. And when I say breath work, most of the time, most of the time people say, what is that? And I'm like, it's, it's what you do from right. the moment you're born to the moment you die. It, it just, is the one animating force. Right. It's like cell healing. Um, but so I really- You're talking about intentional breathing. Exactly. Beyond the deep breath. And even just for five minutes a day, and we'll link a five minute breath work yeah. in our show Something notes. Something that you can do, add into your day, a practice that you could do every single day. Absolutely. So tell us a little more about breath work and why well, you do it. It, I kind of want to circle back, Mel, because you were talking about the mornings and I thought it made so much sense to speak with making Monday magic, like that making morning magic could almost be interchangeable because oh, absolutely. the mornings are this such a This is how you integrate it into time. your day. Yes. If you can carve out, and I know we all have a million excuses. I was a single mom for six years, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, but there's got to be that time you've got to discipline yourself to wake right. up. I called it the holy hour. I would do mm. one hour for me with the breath work. Yeah. What I found is yoga. discipline leads to freedom. Right. Always the obstacle is the way. That's my for favorite. Sure. It's like the pose you don't want to do is often the one you need. Exactly. But that, that so breath setting work, aside time first thing when you wake up and, and it's five minutes, right? I have a breath work. One of my favorites at six minutes and it's a pattern interval breathing. It's powerful. It's life changing. It is life changing. And we're talking about something you can do in six minutes. And it got to the point I was doing it in my car before shifts at work, mm -hmm. like, yeah. or before important things, because it was just that in internal reset that yeah. I needed. Right. And I didn't have to go to an outside source. I could just breathe. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing that something so simple can be so life changing. Um, so I kind of want to like wrap this up a little with saying how this is different i think than a lot of advice you hear that's like reach out to your support system go to yeah. your friends go to therapy which again we love we love therapy, therapy. <laughs> but um we're not this, saying don't go to the doctor the important thing about this is turning inward that's the goal here because like you i don't think i'm gonna go ahead and say it i don't think you can unlock your full potential in life yeah until you turn all the way in and heal and rest assured 
that that looks like taking a pause to take a deep breath. Absolutely. Doing that and sprinkling it all throughout your day whenever you can. It starts there. And I was thinking about the mirror work thing. And if it if today it's not easy to look in the mirror and say, I love you, maybe you could look in the mirror and say, I care about you or yeah. I, I'm ready to help you, you know, yeah. like, let's do this. Yeah, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm here for you is actually um, one that I started with looking in the mirror is just telling myself, I'm here for you. I've got your back. And that is easier to say than you are beautiful or I am beautiful because you want to have your back. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, you're you're your person. So and I also kind of want to touch on the difference. Um, so you were doing these practices when you were going through your separation, mm -hmm. which yours was more of a conscious uncoupling. Right. Um, what was the setup like for you? Okay. So normally um, I would get home from work. My partner and I, we would work through the week and we would both get home around five and we would work out um, together and then we would shower and then we would make dinner and then maybe we would watch a show or read a book in bed and we'd go to bed and we did that that was our routine but for me when I got home from work that felt like I had space for it to be me time we already worked out together at that point I wasn't loving the workouts we were doing so I was like well I'll just do my own thing that seemed a simple change and eventually that was just my me time turned from working out to what else could I do? Right. Yeah. I hear a lot of people say like, oh, I think some space will, you know, yeah. maybe fix this. Right. A lot of people opt for space. Shameless plug. Divine relationships do not require you to leave the environment. Yeah. Yeah. But you, so for you, you were still in the home with your partner when yes. you started. And my partner and I had a very healthy relationship. We were, you know, we had our ups and downs, but we were in a good relationship. There are reasons why it ended. But I, when I chose to take space for me, really what it was, was me trying to find the courage to say, I'm not happy here because that felt really scary because my life was actually really great. Yeah, and I know just from being your friend for a long time that uh, people from the outside probably were confused and were shocked. like, what shocked. is going on, you know? Yeah, most people were shocked. Now that's not to say people weren't supportive. Right. Of course people were supportive, but yes, everyone was completely thrown for a loop when I finally decided to say I'm not happy and Let's also say my partner said to me that he wasn't happy. Then we both seek, we went and got therapists and we tried to work through it. There was effort there for months before we decided to actually separate. Um, through the, all of this, I was doing mirror work and working out, doing yoga, doing whatever I wanted in my space, my time. But what I noticed is it was, it grew. It stopped being 20 minutes I gave myself and turned into two hours. And then you were like, how could I make this 24 hours? Right. It did get to that point. But also what I noticed is my life, even though I knew my relationship was coming to an end, it started being a little bit more magical. Yeah. 
like all of a sudden things started brightening up, which also got confusing because I was like, well, my life's getting better, but I'm still separating. It was it was wild. It was a wild ride. But, you know, through these practices, you also develop self-trust. Right. And that's a big thing. And I think that it's important for our listeners to hear your perspective of being in a situation of conscious uncoupling. Yeah. Um, Could we dive into your separation and how your work actually began after you separated? Kind of what that separation looked like Yeah, and when you started? Because we have two very different stories, although similar. Right. No, and it's it's important so that it can hopefully reach anybody. But my separation and doing the work went hand in hand. So I had a... A narcissistic partner. Yeah. Um, and I was in the throes of narcissistic abuse. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know at first. And it took me a while to figure it out. Um, and if you've ever been with a narcissistic partner, you know that leaving is not easy. It was a cycle. It was years. And um, I just made the commitment. And I knew that it had to be me or him. Um, essentially because he was all consuming Mm -hmm. as a partner Mm -hmm. like he took every ounce of who I was right to date him right and I just couldn't do it anymore I cared too much I have a child you know I just there was too many your story yeah there's there's so much we'll get to all that at some point but uh, essentially I said if you're gonna do the work it it goes hand in hand with not seeing him. So So it was was on the same day. I pretty much said, I'm not going to see him. I'm going to see me. Right. So let's be clear that in both of our stories, we now have a golden thread of choosing to go within. Right. And creating space for that. Right. And I had the different obstacle of, you know, he was constantly so trying to see me. Right. And we live in a small city Mm -hmm. and we have mutual friends. And um, there was, it was difficult, but I wanted to prove to myself that I could do this. I knew I was worth more and I didn't want to sell my life to someone else. Yeah. And I knew that I, I had just been listening. So to be fair, it had been a buildup. I'd been listening to a lot of Abraham. You know yeah, how I so do. So there are these small tools that right. come in that are like little sparkles of light. Right. They're and I, I just knew I'm, you know, I had all these good people coming into my life that were like, we want to help you get out of right. this and we're going to be here for you. And it was so look for the glimmers, my friends. Exactly. Like the angels are there and ask for them like universe. I would say like universe, I'm ready. Like, like, let's yeah, just go. say that like in your car or like when you're alone and just like, let it be silly. Like you're a kid. Just say like, I'm ready for good things. You yeah. never know what could happen after that. A hundred percent. So my like breakup was incredibly traumatic and, um, just brutal really. And, I had a lot of shame and guilt around it, Mm -hmm. too, and around the relationship, really. But I just wanted to love myself because it it was a time where I'd almost lost friends because the relationship was so bad. People didn't want to be there. So would you say like something that you called on in this breakup is like leaning on a sense of community? 
where you could. Well, no, that's it's it's quite the opposite where I could. Yes. Yeah. But I felt that I had no community in some moments. So you felt alone. I felt really alone. And so I was like, it, you got to have your back. Like who's so got, who's to, got you better than you? Let's speak to if you feel alone. We all have that in common, which is part of this. It's part of that breakthrough. If right. you feel alone, I think it's a good opportunity to say, how can I love you better self? Yeah. If you're alone, then you have all the space in the world to ask yourself that. I didn't used to like to be alone. You know, like oh, we've known yeah. each other a long time. Yeah. I was, you know, life of the party, like go, go, go mm-hmm. want to be around a lot of people. And now uh, it's hard to get me out of the house. Yeah. So let's start with your breakup. Okay. So after that, you started choosing yourself in little moments. What did that look like? cutting ever really at first it was cutting like everything off that wasn't advancing my highest self mm-hmm. i wanted to i i knew there was a version of me that was better that i wanted to reach and i cut off any people places or things that mm-hmm. didn't match that and i started going like so hard on self-care that people would have thought it was ridiculous i would yeah. be like Face mask every other day, gym every morning, and it pedicure, does kind of start that. like that. It starts like that by just giving yourself the things, whatever that may be, that make you feel closer to whatever that higher self is. Giving yourself permission to have those things. Absolutely. And I just, I would say, keep going to myself every day. That was the motto. It was like, just keep going. Like, mm-hmm. don't, don't turn back. And my uncle, I love you, Uncle Greg, if you ever hear this, (laughs) he once told me like all of your wins and all of your successes live in the future. So if you spend any amount of time looking back, you're robbing Mm -hmm. that time closer to that win or that success. Yeah, because it's it's up there. It's not back there. You haven't had it yet. Right. Right. So what are you looking back? for? So let's talk about speaking to that. How do we bring that into the present moment? So all of your wins are in the future. So you're looking to the future. You're using your imagination. How do you bring that into the now? This is really good because (laughs) if you that's that's really the key to manifestation is to understand you have it now. Um, And this gets deep, but the reality is available to you as soon as you can align yourself in that vibration, in that Mm -hmm. frequency. Mm -hmm. Um, So being grateful for the reality existing, I would just tell myself like, so I have a divine partner now. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Lord. I'm so grateful. Before I had him, I would say, thank you universe for my amazing divine loving partner i'm so grateful that he's here like i earned I this i deserved this she handed me a piece of paper that wrote down and had the date on it scott to a t it was called my man infestation <laughs> list like with a you know a and dash she had in the moon down like back when you first moved in it was just you and your son it was years before i met him that's yeah. uh, that's what i also need to express it takes time i right. wasn't in alignment to meet right. him yet right there is a layer in the work of just trust patience patience trust there's all these things these skills i would call them skills that you developed along the way correct and 
Yeah, writing that manifestation list. I wrote that when I was with my ex still. Yeah. Like I knew I wanted more. Start. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it's never too early to start. But I was I was really serious about the fact that I knew I could create the reality I wanted. I believed in myself just like i want everybody listening and everyone out there to believe in themselves and tap into that power like when did we allow other people to suck the power out of us yeah okay so let's talk about when margie was going through this this i don't know awakening of sorts oh evolution evolution I was in Oregon and I will never forget her telling me for the first time, well, bubbles up, Mel. Oh, yes. Good segue into this. Bubbles up. How could we forget? So you learned that along your journey, you separate from your partner and you, you, instead of only saying, I'm going to stay alone and take care of myself, which is a part of the process. You come out of that. You want to step back out into the right. world. So you have to like go to work. Yeah, you and have to do your thing. You have to, you know, socialize and see people. You can't, you really can't isolate. It's a difference. We could do a whole podcast on the difference between going within and it's isolating. Just like going to Oregon is not, my problems are going to come with me. Right. Your problems are always going to be there just because you're stuck in the house and you can control your environment doesn't mean life is unicorns and rainbows. So if you got to go out, right, in which you got to, I have to all the time. (laughs) I learned from a good friend of mine, uh, we love you, Emily. Love you, Em. To put a bubble up, a bubble of protection around me. And I've taught kids this in elementary school. I'm a social worker and they love this skill. Um, I say bubbles up. I say it when I get in the car. I say bubbles up universe, like protect from an accident. That goes back to what we said about what you imagine in your mind. Your body doesn't know the difference of if you're just imagining it or if it's real. Mel, didn't you tell me a little backtracking, but I think that you mentioned to me before that caring about what you take in the media or the music or like what you're listening to and surrounding yourself with. Yeah. So I, I started taking notice actually, and we could go deeper into this cause I know you do like true crime, but I used to listen to true crime a lot. And I noticed that my anxiety was always high. Anytime I was like going for a run or doing anything, I was always worried about when somebody was going to stab me or something that, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and then, you know, I came to the reality. Really, it was I got this bodywork session. Oh, we could go into this maybe more later, but I got this massage And the woman told me that I was living in a constant state of fight or flight or fear. And I was like, what do you mean? My life's great. So I started asking some friends. I was like, yeah, she said, I'm like scared all the time. And they were like, you are. And I was like, (laughs) what? A dose of truth. So, you know, I started noticing that I do have um, quite a bit of things in my life that I am scared of. And... So I started facing my fears a little bit at a time. I just like, I have this trigger with that word, fear or scared. I've tried to almost eliminate it from my vocabulary because I think that 
the law of attraction pretty much states that like if you fear it it's coming to you right no don't be scared everybody you're fine i'm sorry you know i get passionate and extreme um but i try to like look at that as the uh portal to growth if there's something that frightens me i'm like what does that say right so coming back into my life after i realized that after i had so much fear i started looking in at areas in my life that might be contributing to said fear and I, you know, I was listening to a lot of true crime. No hate to true crime. Love I it. I'll listen love to it, it. We'll in October. Get into that. That's my October thing. But I started thinking before I knew about Bubbles Up, before I knew about protecting myself and, you know, owning that responsibility, I started cutting out things that made me scared and choosing to step forward through fear. And what it has manifested into is that I am so intentional with the things that I listen to and watch yeah and i've heard that too and that is important like everything affects your vibration what you talk about what you consume um and so what i do mm-hmm. is i'll put the bubble up before i put on the truth. right so let's podcast. call this a life hack okay? right life hack <laughs> so I you say, don't have to control bubbles your whole up life. i, I still great. enjoy it and you know it i think it might come from the chaotic traumatic life i've lived right you know before my healing and awakening life's not going to be unicorns and rainbows it's almost it, it doesn't seem so scary to me when i listen it's it's just like someone reading me a right. story so everybody has a different story everybody has a different story but the idea is don't take away from this podcast that you have to go home and switch everything you listen to and what you watch on television right you just be intentional and if you if you enjoy it as entertainment but it's not necessarily like a love and light thing right put your bubble up put your bubble up in all as well and that has really been um life-changing for me as well so all these little hacks that seem to be under five minutes or less i yeah you can do them all monumental in our lives stack them in your morning routine you wake up go in the mirror you're brushing with your opposite hand saying (laughs) i love you in the mirror taking deep breaths pausing setting the tone for the day setting the tone for your monday i might add (laughs) but i know that you know we've gotten off on a lot of tangents but i hope that everybody's really able to pick up at, at least, least one. one one little glimmer to throw in your day and just see what happens you literally have nothing to lose and everything to gain and you're Absolutely. totally worth it and you deserve it and we love you so much we're super happy you turned in so always remember that you are the magic and every monday you're the magic and we love you guys so much we'll see you here next week we out